Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. He endured the agonies of the cross so that you and I could be free. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, I do not know whether we can even understand or fathom those words. God made him who knew no sin to be sin or a sin offering for us. I don't know that we can really comprehend those. I don't know that we really understand them, but I thank God for them. When we look at the cross in the light of God's word, and we see it with the eye of faith, instead of beholding a hideous penalty and punishment for crime, we behold a beautiful cross. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan as he talks about Plead the Blood. Turn to Isaiah 53. Well, we'll read the sixth verse. I want to pay particular attention to the last clause. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. When Jesus came to this world, he came to this world with a mission. He came to die. His death on the cross was appointed and it was necessary. There had to be a supreme sacrifice that must be paid so that we could go free. He lived 33 years or thereabout, the very prime of life, a man having observed the law and proclaimed in the gospel, now must suffer and die. Now we in the normal sense, when we begin to think of death, we normally get a little uncomfortable. People do not like to be around deceased. You ever notice that? You know why? Because man was never made to die. Man was created to live. I don't know whether you understand that or not, but man was never created to die. Man was created to live. But the devil came in and he died. And Jesus Christ came and died on the cross. Now when we talk about that death, 
Did you ever notice that we don't seem to pull away from that? Because it is unique. Now, I will grant you that it was the greatest injustice that has ever been known to mankind. The man did not deserve to die. He had done nothing to die. But the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. He endured the agonies of the cross so that you and I could be free. 2 Corinthians 5.21 I do not know whether we can even understand or fathom those words. God made him who knew no sin to be sin or a sin offering for us. I don't know that we can really comprehend those. I don't know that we really understand them. But I thank God for them. When we look at the cross in the light of God's word, and we see it with the eye of faith, instead of beholding a hideous penalty and punishment for crime, we behold a beautiful cross, a wondrous cross. Now, I want you to realize that if you would go back to that period of history, the cross was what was used for capital punishment. How many of you have heard of the electric chair? Capital punishment. They used to do it. Some of you may be old enough to remember when they used to, the capital punishment was hanging. You have to understand, and I want you to notice, there is nothing beautiful or pretty about an electric chair. There is nothing beautiful or pretty about a gallows. There is nothing beautiful or pretty about any other cross. But there is a beauty about the wondrous cross upon Jesus Christ bled and died. The cross demonstrates God's wrath and punishment for sin. But it also proclaims God's love for the world. It proclaims God's love for the man that he created. It stands there twofold. Punishment for sin, love of God. Somebody would look at you and say, that's almost a paradox. 
cross could stand for punishment and love at the same time. But it does. And it did. And it always will. You know, Isaiah prophesied all of this. He, he saw here the vision. Many years before it ever happened, he saw it, he prophesied of it. You know, he, he, he began to speak of God and the things to come. He understood the vexing problem of sin that man faced. As he speaks, I want you to understand that he is speaking of the Lord Jehovah and the covenant with Israel. But then it begins to change and it becomes a covenant to the church and the believers of the New Testament. In sin, we face several questions. A question that we could not answer. A problem we could not solve. A burden we could not bear. A battle we could not win. And a price that we could not pay. He paid a price that I could not pay. I owe a debt that I cannot pay. Hello? I stand here today free from the chains of sin, sickness, and disease because Jesus Christ became my substitute upon the cross of Calvary. There is no way that I could have ever done anything to regain my citizenship in heaven. I want you to notice that the cross is a real reality. It is not a myth, as some people would like us to believe. It is not a fairy tale. It stands in the midst of human history. And as it stands there, it is a warning to those that refuse to believe. It is a blessing to us that recognize the supreme revelation that's given in God's grace. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Believer's Authority Curriculum. In this package, there is the Believer's Authority Study Book, the four CDs, the Believer's Authority, 
the CD set, Reigning in Life as a King, and the book, The Believer's Authority Legacy Edition by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for the special price of $59.95. This is over $25 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Some people ask us, they say, well, how does, how does your ministry keep running? How do you do it? It's through people that we call Word Partner Club yes, members. that's right. And what is a Word Partner Club? A Word Partner Club member is somebody that commits to pray for us. Yes. And to send in a monthly offering. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, well, I don't have much. I'm going to tell you what. It, a little offering, a middle-sized offering, a big offering, when they all come together, they amount to something. And when yes. everybody does what they can, I'm not asking you to do a sacrificial thing. I'm just asking you to do what you can as and become a Word Partner Club and each month send something in. And we, we will keep this program going all over the world. We travel all over the That's world. Right. And people come up to us and say, thank you for your television broadcast. Because of that, I'm healed today yes. or I'm born again today. And you know what? It all goes back to you Word Partner Club members. And I want to thank you for that. If you want to know about Word Partner Club, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. And as we close today, let me say thank you. Join us Monday when we'll start a new teaching from the archives of Rhema for Today. That's next week here on Rhema for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.